ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Oki Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Oki Podcast. And on today's episode, I have another amazing guest. She is an actress, licensed tattoo artist here in Tulsa. And our guest for today is Natalie Standing Cloud. What's going on, Natalie? See yo, Nagad. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and do this for the very first time. I've never been on a podcast before, so just excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. Like I've, uh, I think Riker mentioned you in the first episode, and so, like I like ever since then, like I just been you know kind of adding people and trying to You've been creeping. Creeping, you know, creeping, <laughs> creeping up on everybody and trying to, uh, well, like I have like people that I've already had like in the DMs, but you know, it's always like, I got to get this person next. So I got to reach out here, here, here. So it's like a continuous thing, but it's cool. Like it's a chill thing. Like I enjoy doing it. So I appreciate you for adding me on Facebook and hitting me back. Because I know you're super busy, you know. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. You've been so professional throughout this whole process and organized. And, like, you're giving people a platform to tell their story using their own words in a comfortable environment. Mm. It's it's excellent. I heard the first episode with Riker. Shout out to Riker, man. I love you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I just love what you're doing here. It's, it's, it's awesome. And I'm just very happy and grateful that I could be here today and do this with you. And, oh, let's just get started, I guess. <laughs> Well, thank you, Natalie. Thanks for those words. That's all I'm trying to do is just, you know, get everybody's story out there. You're doing a great job. Give y'all a platform. You're doing a great job. Man. I love listening to it. It's so awesome. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, for the listeners, uh, could you kind of just, well, tell us about, you know, where you grew up and what was growing up like and, you know, what what all kind of led to everything that you do now? Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. You ready? <laughs> Are you Where ready? I no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think I want to start with my name, first of all, because I know growing up, people have known me as Natalie Tomasic. Mm-hmm. And Tomasic is my grandfather's last name on my mom's side. And so Tomasic is actually Czechoslovakian. And the way that you say it is Tomasek. And my name is not spelled <laughs> normally, as in like N-A-T-A-L-I-E. It's N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E. So a lot of people try to say like Natalie or something like that. So I have to explain to them, it's like the French way of saying Natalie. So if a Frenchman were to say my name, he'd be like Natalie, Natalie. You know, that's where yeah. you would hear the H. <laughs> so um, when I started uh, getting deep into my acting career, or getting older, uh, I made the choice to switch my name to my grandmother's last name, which is uh, Standing Cloud. It's Salish, and I think the way that we say it is Shokosast, something like that. It's mm-hmm. Standing Cloud in my grandma's my grandma's language, but um, I wanted to change my name to that name because it was uh, it was just easier for people to remember, and I, I felt like I could live with it easier because like people would try to take the H out of my first name and put it in my last name, like like Thomas the Train, you know what I mean, like yeah. Thomasic. So I was like, man, I'm so tired of people messing my name up, you know. <laughs> So I gotta I gotta simplify it or make it better somehow. So I, I uh, made the motive or made the move to change my name to Standing Cloud. So that's who I am now. But people do remember me as as Thomasic. So mm-hmm. I just want to clear the air and put that out there. <laughs> um, also want to just give a shout out to basically like everybody in my life, like my friends, my family, people who I've worked with and who have given me opportunities because like I would not be where I am or who I am today with all, all of these relationships that I've created, you know, so big shout out to them. I love you guys. Everybody who's, you know, my community, my family, my friends, um, just shout out to you guys first. Cause I would not be where I am without you. Uh, all right. So <clears throat> let's get started. Me, Natalie. Um, ever since I was little, uh, I've always been kind of a good drawer. Uh, I, 
I'm left-handed. So I've heard people tell me that like left-handed people are like more creative or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom's also left-handed. Uh, me and her share same, the same birthday. <laughs> really? So we're kind of special in that way. Uh, really close to her. Uh, when I got to know my father, because my father wasn't in my life. He was only up into my life until I turned eight. So when I got to know him when I was eight years old, that's when I found out that like more of my artistic ability came from my father because he's also an artist. So um, there's that side of my my life when I was younger. Uh, another part of my life is my acting career. And that didn't start until I was six. And that came about um, it, it, my aunt Kimberly, uh, my mom's sister. Kimberly is the actress of the family. Uh, do you watch Seinfeld? Yeah. Are you familiar? Okay, so are you familiar with the episode, The Cigar Store Indian, mm-hmm. where he has the native girlfriend? Yeah. That's my auntie. For real? For real, for real. Whoa. That is my auntie. She's been in all kinds of stuff, but she's the one who like really inspired me and got me started in acting. So when I was like six, she wrote this independent film called Standing Cloud, which was like loosely based around my mom. But um, I was in that movie. We filmed it in California, and um, I, I just played myself. But I, uh, I didn't know until later on my aunt told me that the sound guys that she hired for that independent film were the same guys who worked on uh, that one, the Sixth Sense movie. Mm-hmm. And that, that was kind of cool. And th- when they saw me act in that movie, they told my aunt when I was six, like, they're like, she, she has something. She has some, some talent. You know, she should keep doing it. So my, gr- my aunt just recently told me that. And I thought that was really neat. So that's my first acting experience on camera. Uh, mind you, this whole time I'm always just kind of drawing, but I never finished any of my artwork. I didn't really, uh, I didn't really care. I didn't really see the, not yet anyway. I mean, I knew I could doodle, but I never really finished anything. My family always knew I could draw really well. My grandmother always bought all these materials, like materials, art materials for me to use, but I didn't know how to use it. So she, she cared and she wanted to like, um, help that part of me grow. But I just, I didn't care until later on in life. Uh, about my artistic ability I was too wrapped up in like seeing Disney and wanting to be that actress you know (laughs) wanting to be on those Disney shows or whatever Mm -hmm. um so let's see I'm six eight uh I think when I was like 10 uh, my first on stage acting experience happened over a summer when the Trail Tears drama was still happening in Tahlequah are you familiar with the amphitheater out there at the Heritage Center um not really no. Well, back in the day when it was still open, it's all like overgrown now and it's really run down and there's a lot of like hazard. Um, uh, it's it's a, it's old, so it's like there there's no handicap ability or places for people with handicap uh, issues. So they, there's no ramps, right? And mm-hmm. the, the buildings are crumbling. It's just like really, really bad out there because nobody's taking care of it. It's been shut down for so long. But back in the day when it was up and running back in like the early 2000s, um, I was part of the Trail of Tears drama down there. And during the summer, it was this live play out there in that amphitheater. I remember there was like hundreds of people that would be watching. And afterwards, I'd be able to like visit with them and be that actor. And like some people would ask for autographs. I thought it was really cool. But I was just like, you know, a little, little girl extra. I remember at the end of the play, there was a part where I was uh, the phoenix in the story. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the stories that they would tell on that stage had to do with the Trail of Tears and things like that. And so um, they would wrap it up at the end talking about how Cherokee people are like the, the phoenix. You know, if we, you know, we, c- we rise from the ashes, we always come back. And so at the very end of that play, I'm up on the stage and I have this red tear dress on. And I have a, uh, it's just my hand in one hand, but my, I have a feathered, a winged uh, fan, feathered fan in the other hand. And all I do is just kind of like rise up and put my hands in the air and the spotlight's on me. And then the play ends, like all the lights go out. And I remember that being like the coolest thing at, my, at that time of my life, you know, just being up there and having that moment. 
Um, but slow, I mean, I was still a child too. So I think I only made it like halfway through the summer and I was telling my mom, like, I want to go play. I want to have my summer. Like I'm, I quit. <laughs> and so I quit that and I enjoyed the rest of my summer and I, I grew up a little bit more and I didn't want to start acting again until like middle school, you know, cause we were having like the spring plays and stuff. And I think, uh, one, one spring play we did, uh, Oklahoma, Right. And uh, what's the main girl's name? Lori, I think. That's what all the girls want to be. They want what they want to be the lead, Lori, because she had the songs and stuff to sing. And I remember trying so hard to impress my musical theater teacher at the time. But uh, I think she was playing favorites because her daughter, Lori, actually got the part. And she gave me the part of Gertie. And like Gertie didn't have any speaking roles. I literally just had to laugh like Gertie. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever seen Oklahoma and you've ever if you know who Gertie is, she's the one who's like, ah. like that's what i had to do like that was the only thing i had to do but you know what i rocked it i went out there and i did it as loud and as obnoxious as i could because i'm like if you're not gonna give me any singing parts i'm gonna laugh super hard you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so and that's kind of like what i've done with a lot of my acting stuff no matter what i get i make sure i go out and do my best but um so the next year i think they did grease and i played rizzo i didn't sing the song because it was middle school so we just had really short acting parts in that but um i rocked that too (laughs) And then uh, it wasn't until I finally got, uh, I was a freshman at Sequoia High School, and I finally got my chance to, like, show people, like, hey, this is what I've been liking and doing for a while. Like, I, I need my time to shine. Mm-hmm. And um, my acting teacher there at Sequoia, she, we did the auditions, and I was a freshman, and I got the part of Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. Really? Yes, and I was so excited, because I was just like, yes, I finally get a chance to, sh- to show what I got. Mm-hmm. And um, I went home, and my grandma was asking me, she's like, oh, you know, did you, what, what'd you do? And I was like, oh, I, you know, auditioned for The Wizard of Oz and stuff. And my grandma was like, oh, yeah, what part you get? And I was like, oh, you know, Dorothy. My grandma was like, what? Because, like, I guess I just, up until then, I've never, I, I didn't realize that I didn't really sing in front of my family. You know, I would just kind of do it at home by myself or, you know, I didn't do karaoke in front of them, but I was always really enthusiastic by myself. I'm like, you know, that frog, that cartoon frog that's always like singing and stuff and doing the most when nobody's watching. Then everybody's watching. He just shuts up. Like, that's how I feel sometimes. Like, man, when I'm by myself, I sound like Beyonce. Not going to lie. Like I get I can get up there. But when people are around me, I just like, oh, pressure's on. But anyway, so then, uh, yeah, I had to be Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz my freshman year of high school. And it was the coolest thing ever. And I know that when I when I did it, I like put my hair in braids instead of the pigtails because I want to give it that like little native flair to Dorothy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Gosh, that was so much fun. Um, what else happened in high school? There's a lot. I think I got like fifth in state poetry for speech and debate for mm-hmm. um, a little acting thing I did there. Uh, I know I played Rizzo again in Greece when we did it my junior year. And um, I got to sing her songs and show my my stuff again. I had fun <laughs> doing that. Um, I did a couple things for Cherokee Nation, too. I was starting to get their attention. And I was in a couple commercials and radio. Um, what else? Oh, I was in the Trail of Tears documentary that the Forestry Division made. And sometimes they show it at the, the complex. But that was, uh, I, I played the main granddaughter in that documentary. And I remember they showed it at the gymnasium in front of the whole school. And I was, I mean, I was excited, but I also, I was also kind of embarrassed because like when we filmed that, I was like in seventh or eighth grade, you know, going through that awkward puberty stage of having Mm -hmm. all the acne and the baby fat, right? So my face was a little round. And I remember when I got into my sophomore year of high school, when they showed that to the whole school, or was it freshman? I don't remember. But by then I had lost some weight. Mm-hmm. So when they see me on on that uh, big screen, I could see like my face and like how kind of chubby it was. I was so, I'm, I was embarrassed. But, you know, now that I'm older, I'm like, you know what, whatever. I'm proud of it. I did that. They got to see it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, let's see. What where else am I? High school, trying to keep on this this track of timelines. Um after I graduated high school, I actually got the Gates scholarship. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like only like a thousand students in the country get it. It's like mm-hmm. a quarter of a million dollars scholarship, you know, to go wherever you want. At least I thought <laughs> you could go wherever you want. Um oh, I, I what, what happened? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Bill Gates. Um <laughs> down uh so what happened was i did i tried really really hard and my grandmother thank god i love you Gigi. you're the best she uh actually drove me to like dallas texas i think or someplace in texas to audition for amda which was this uh acting school in new york Mm -hmm. right and i auditioned for it and i made it in and i was like oh man i'm gonna go to new york and be in this acting school and stuff with this free scholarship and blah 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 and so when i told them that i got into that acting school they're like "Mm -mm, that's that's not a real school like you gotta go to a real school oh right and so like that i think that kind of put in my head that like is acting like a real career like should i be but I still, I mean, I still went with it. But thankfully, my aunt, Kimberly, the one who's experienced actress, she told me that Oklahoma City University is a secret little acting gem that nobody knows about. But it's like a really prestigious school for actors, mm-hmm. you know. So then I, I went there. And um, mind you, my middle school years and high school years, I went to like Woodall Middle School and then I went to Sequoia High School. And like literally the same people I went to middle school with, I went to high school with. And so when I went to Oklahoma City University for college, um, man, it was just, it was hard. College was really hard for me. And I respect anybody that can make it all the way through and finish because I, I could not. And I felt really bad too, because I had this guilt of having this, this, this scholarship that lots of people could have used, you know? And so mm-hmm. I did go to Oklahoma City University. I went there for like a year and a half. I managed to be in a main stage play, you know, which is what all the acting students strive for. I got a nice little lead part in that, did it. Um, but even afterwards, I was just, uh, I was struggling really hard with depression and everything. And I felt like if I wasn't in a class, I was usually in my room just eating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't go out a lot. There was, there was not a lot of native students on the campus neither. You know, I felt really alone and just, uh, I was struggling, wondering if I was doing the right thing with this scholarship, you know, doing, having this acting career and stuff. And so uh, it got to the point where I, I needed to go home. And so I, I was thinking, man, I, I need to drop out or whatever. And uh, my mom was like, no, you know, stick it out, find something else, you know, don't just give up just yet. And so I went home and started to go to school at Northeastern State University. And um, gosh, I tried to be like a Native American um, studies major. And I took some of those classes. Those classes are so hard. Yeah, they're pretty tough. <laughs> I was yeah. not ready. I was just yeah. like, yeah, I'm Native. This will be <laughs> whatever. <laughs> right? I'll get it. No, no. It's so much more work than that. And honestly, yeah. I wasn't even paying attention. I was sitting there drawing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm sitting here drawing the whole time. Maybe I should take some art classes. <laughs> And mind you, I haven't taken any art classes in school. Like I could have in high school, but I just didn't want to be told what to do or what to draw or like, you know, I don't know. I just, right. I don't know. Yeah. I was just being hardheaded. So, um, I finally took some uh, art classes in college at NSU and I started to do better. But by then, honestly, man, I had already just like nosedived in my college career. Like I stopped going to classes that much. You know, I just was failing really bad. And by the time I found those art classes and started to really enjoy college for the first time, it was too late and I was going to have to drop out. But thankfully, 
this is where my father comes back into my story. Um, getting to my father. So the reason why he wasn't into my life until I was like around eight is because most of my life he's been in prison. He hasn't made the best decisions in life. And while he was in prison, he learned how to tattoo. And so when I got to know him as I got older and like see how he drew and everything like that, um, I got more interested in, in tattooing. And I think when I, no, I know when I was 16, <laughs> I, I knew what I wanted when I was 16, I wanted my first tattoo. <laughs> and so I hit up my dad and I told my mom about it and they talked about it. My mom was okay with it. She, you know, it's my father. We trust him and we did it in the, the privacy of our own home. And, uh, we're trying to figure out what to have as my first tattoo. And I was thinking about it and I kind of wanted a way to like combine my Cherokee heritage, my father's tribes, my father's side with my mother's side. And so my mother is Salish, Kootenai, Colville, and Wenatchee, and then my father is Cherokee and Creek. Mm -hmm. And so when I had my woman's ceremony when I was like 13, as far as I know in my family, my child name was like Buttercup. Uh, when I had my woman's ceremony, my grandmother gave me my great-grandmother's name of Kwazkwe, which is Blue Jay. And so I had Blue Jay translated into Cherokee, syllabary, and I had my dad tattoo that on the back of my neck. Really? <laughs> yeah. And so I have that on the back of my neck. I was 16. And I remember after I got it done, I went to high school and I like put my hair up in a ponytail and had, I had it up in like a bun or a ponytail for like a full week, always getting up and like sharpening my pencil and like showing it off because I felt like a badass. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like a running joke now because like people will be like, oh yeah, you're going to get your name in your, like in Cherokee syllabary on your neck or on your whatever, like your name on you like cause you, just in case you forget I don't know but uh yeah so that was my first tattoo and um I didn't go back into tattooing until after I dropped out of college and so I had to I talked to my dad about it and I was just like you know what first I want another tattoo and then I want to learn how to do tattoos because I need to I need a way to like uh, support myself right and also I told him like if I was going to do this I really want to get into a shop and be professional because my dad you know he 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 gotten older and with his past and everything he always felt like too ashamed to like go and do that like um pursue pursue a, an apprenticeship mm -hmm. but he always like pushed me and urged me to to find one if I could and so there was a time where um I wanted to learn how to tattoo I was 18 and um, I had a boyfriend at the time who was trusting and we, he wanted a tattoo too. So we went to go see my dad again. Um, I got some lyrics on my ribs and uh, my, my man at the time, he got like a, uh, are you familiar with the tribe called Red? Mm, yeah, I, oh, I yeah. think they're called the Hallucination now or Hallucination. Hallucin oh God, I can't, something like that. They changed their name? Yeah, they did. They did. For real? They rebranded. Yeah. Whoa. But, but uh, back in the day, they were a Tribe Called Red. And yeah. They had this logo that had like a record and it was like a dream catcher. And so my dad uh, tattooed that on him. And um, I was able to like, he, he asked me, he's like, do you want to, do you want to try? Do you want to see what it's like? And I was like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of want to try. <laughs> and so he's like, come here. So he did the line work and he let me use the shader and like I shaded in a little bit. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm getting the hang of this. And so we tried to do something bigger. My, my man at the time, he got this big old tribal uh, eagle on his chest. And then my dad gave me the shader and he's like, all right, now do business, like shade that whole thing in. And so I did it, you know, and it, when it comes to shading, there's not a lot of, uh, ways you can do like make mistakes because it's just solid shading like what we were doing is just tribal mm -hmm. and so um once i did that on his chest and stuff and got the feel for it it was just so much more different than pencil on paper like a lot more satisfying than 
than pencil on paper. Mm -hmm. And up until then, I never really considered myself an artist because like to me in my head, an artist is somebody who like finishes their work and they have it framed and they do all these competitions and they have a name out there and people want to buy their stuff. And to me, I was just like, yeah, I can draw good every once in a blue moon, but like I never finish what I start or anything like that. Tattoos, you got to finish that tattoo, right? And so, man, once I, once I did that, that tattoo, I was just like, I, this is what I like. I want to continue doing this. And so I talked to my grandma about it because she's always just been there. She's my number one. She's always helped me with all my dreams and goals. And so she took me to a convention in Tulsa. And even though I wasn't licensed, we just went there to like spectate, you know, and watch and see, and I would just see what the world was like with tattooing. And I really liked it. And so she told me, I didn't even know, but my grandmother at one point in her life, had went to Texas to learn how to do like cosmetology, like permanent makeup tattooing. Mm -hmm. And she even got like this little machine and everything with little tiny needles and everything. And she, she decided that she was going to give it to me so I could start trying to tattoo, right. With this little old ass pen machine that's meant for like eyebrows and like eyeliner and stuff, lips, tattoos. Uh And so, um, I started out with that pen and I had friends in college and stuff who, who trusted me and knew I could draw pretty well. And I started tattooing people. (laughs) And my reputation got around because, like, I didn't do bad tattoos, right? I mean, I must have done good enough tattoos because people kept coming to me. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, a, almost like a little business going on, even though, oh, man, it got got me paranoid. I was like, I got to pick up an apprenticeship quick because I don't want to, you know, keep doing this and get hot. Yeah. But thankfully, my, my reputation went around. And there's a guy in Muskogee. He, he was in a shop, and he heard about me, and he uh, called me in to talk. And so I, I got to know him, and he offered me an apprenticeship. And I was like, shoot, yeah, let's do it. And so the apprenticeship is like two years long. The first year, I'm not allowed to tattoo at all. I just got to learn the the in and outs of a tattoo shop, how to work it. You know, I, I helped set up his machines and I clean it up afterwards. I, I uh, scheduled the appointments. You know, I kept mm-hmm. the shop clean. I answered the phone, things like that. Yeah. And then the second year around, that's when I was allowed to tattoo and take on clients of my own. And so I was with him for about about three years, you know, in, in Tahlequah tattooing and everything. And we ended up having a falling out and I ended up getting picked up by the shop in Tulsa called Ink Junkies. It's by the mall. You guys should check me out. Go check it out. Uh, yeah. So uh, now I work with a man na- named Mel and Brett and T and they're, God, they're so awesome. I love them all. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm working now in, in Tulsa. And I, I got licensed. My daddy's all proud of me and everything. It's great. And uh, my machines have gotten better. I've been since I've been licensed, I've been allowed to buy better equipment, you know, because like only certain people, if you have a license, like at that convention I went to, I wasn't allowed to buy anything because I didn't have a license. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? This year I'm going to be competing in my very first convention. It's coming in in August in Tulsa. Really? Yeah, it's my very first one. I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. So when you compete, what do you like? How does that go? So they have categories, right? So they have like best line work, best floral, best uh, pop culture, best uh, color, best sleeve, best black and gray, best cover up, you know. And um, I can have clients who have worked on who are already healed. Um, I think they're maybe like uh, on a Sunday or something, they allowed healed already done tattoos to compete. Mm -hmm. But uh, that weekend, usually it's like the day of tattoos. So um, the tattoos done that day are the ones competing. So um, I, I'm going to try and do both. I might have somebody show up with me that day and I'll work on them and see if I can compete in those categories. And then I also have people who I've already worked on who are nice and healed and got really good pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a joker on somebody, Devin, Devin Dry. He's a photographer. I did a joker on his arm and it's gorgeous. It's the killing joke. Oh, really? Joker. Yeah, I'll show oh, you a picture. Man. Full color and everything. So I, I asked him to come and compete in that convention with me and hopefully we place. They, they have first, second, third 
places. Yeah, and I'm just uh, I'm very excited. Wow. Where's that at? Where's it going to be at? Oh, it's in Tulsa. I, I have uh I'll have to look up the Probably details. downtown. Yeah, yeah. At the Um gosh, I'd have to yeah, I'd have to look it up, but I'll I'll give you the deets later. I'm, I'll post it on my Instagram for sure, let everybody know, mm-hmm. but um it's coming in August. Yeah. I didn't know we had those. <laughs> yeah, tattoo man. Convention. Yeah, we have them in Tulsa for sure. Huh. Yeah, it's crazy awesome. Yeah, and even I'm just starting to learn this for the first time, you know, getting yeah. into my tattoo industry and career. Mhm. How long when did you well, how old are you now? How old do you think I am? 19. Dang, no, I'm just shoot, I'll take it. <laughs> Usually people try to say I'm 20, 22, 24. I'm mm-hmm. 26. Are you 26? Mm-hmm. I was going to say 23, like, to be real. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I'll take it. Yeah, and then you started tattooing uh, when you were... I started tattooing when I was, like, 18. 18, yeah. I don't know. How many years is that? I can't do the math. Here's the thing about me. I don't do numbers, okay? <laughs> numbers will mess me up every time. I'm really good at English, you know, science and all that good stuff. But numbers, I only got one favorite number. It's eight. Is it eight? Eight. Yeah, because eight's great. But eight's my favorite number. <laughs> it's the only one I mess with. You should get eight tattooed on you. I probably will, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that number. I don't know what it is, man. I just love that number. <laughs> it's in my Instagram name, man. <laughs> nat Tat, but it's like the double O's and Nat, tat, nat Tattoo, mm-hmm. right? I'm trying mm-hmm. to Try to be you know creative that way (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so that's that's caught up on my tattoo career if we go back to my acting career let's see yeah so when I when I started dropping out of college I mean like I said I had I was eating a lot when I got depressed and I gained a lot of weight and if you want to be in acting you have to be in like your prime you have to take care of yourself and be uh, good looking. I don't know. Healthy yeah, looking. You have to look good for the camera. Great and physical I, form. I did not. Yeah, I did not feel good. Did not look good. And that's when I really dove into my acting or my acting, my artistic side of my my life. And um, while I started doing that tattoo apprenticeship, I started gaining my self confidence back because I found a new purpose. Because like when I dropped out of college, man, I I was rough. Like I did not want to do. I've always done pretty good in school. Right. And I thought dropping out was like the worst thing you could do, yeah. <laughs> especially with having that scholarship and everything. I was really, really hard on myself. And so when I picked up the tattooing and like life started getting better for me and I felt like I was secure again because I didn't know, like, like I said, I'm bad with numbers. Like I can't do a desk job. Like I got to be I got to yeah. do something else that's going to help support me financially. So when I was able to find the tattoo side of my life, I, it really saved me. And um, like I said, I got my self-confidence back. I started working out again started feeling good, looking good again. And then that's when I started getting that confidence back to get back into the acting game. Right. And so let's see, been tattooing for a while. I was in my shop. Uh, it wasn't until maybe 2018, 2019, I started acting again. And um, I did a lot of theater work and I started traveling a lot too. And thankfully being a tattoo artist, I get to make my own schedule. So if I picked up an acting job, I could take time off from tattooing with my schedule, make time for that, fly out, go do that job, the acting job, and come back home and continue to tattoo until the next opportunity popped up. Hmm. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. great. So in 2018, 19, I did a lot of plays and I I did like three Mary Catherine Nagel plays. I felt like back to back. If you don't know who she is, she's a, a Cherokee playwright, but she's also a lawyer. She's so savvy, man. She's so, shout out to Mary. I love you so much. You're so smart and talented and beautiful. Um, but she's given me a lot of opportunities to, to show my acting talent. So I did a play in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, Return to Niobrara. I did a play in Portland, Oregon, which is Crossing Minnesota. 
I did a play in uh, a play reading in Colorado uh, called Reclaiming One Star. And in that play, I got to work with Wes Studi. For real? For real, for real. Oh, damn. Man, we played pool and everything. He thought I was cool, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so he's Uncle Wes now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in Portland, Oregon, I got to work with Robert Mesa. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's on Grey's Anatomy yeah, now. Yeah, I went to I with him. He got nice hair. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hide that big head. No. <laughs> Love you, Rob. <laughs> Shout out to Rob. um but yeah so i've got to meet so that's the best thing about acting and tattooing oh my god both both of these careers have allowed me to network and meet so many different people and it's just like brought so much spice to my life Mm -hmm. (laughs) when i tattoo people man i i don't tattoo anybody without getting to know them because they're putting art permanently on their body and whether it's just something they like or it's like has a story behind it or it's representing something like they have something to tell me and like, I know them better afterwards. And, um, man, I've just been very, very blessed to be able to do this because not a lot of people do. And I know that, uh, I've heard from other actors that, that are surprised when they hear that I'm still living in Oklahoma. Cause like, I guess the thing is if you're an actor, like you usually live on either coast, like the East or West coast. Yeah. And so when I was in these different spaces working with all these different people, they'd be pretty surprised that I'm always like heading home to Oklahoma and they'd be like, are you going to move? Are you going to, no, I, I love Tahlequah, Oklahoma. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a wonderful space to be. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> Oklahoma's getting big for Boy, movies. That's what and... I'm saying. It's coming. It's our time. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, let's let's talk about Riker for a minute because he was talking about me for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to him. Um, Me and him have known each other since like high school. And back in the day in high school, uh, YouTube was really starting to pop off. And uh, my man I was talking about who I tattooed, he was part of our group that we were called the the bird crew because <laughs> oh, yeah. I think a lot of us were bird clan or something and like his name was white bird and like I've always loved blue jays and I think Riker just called himself like an eagle or a hawk or something he had some sort of bird thing going on so we we're like yeah the bird crew that makes sense <laughs> so we were this like little YouTube gang of bird crew people who were making all these skits and videos on YouTube and man we just had fun with it and we would always talk about like our dreams and goals of one day like making it big and like still doing this stuff right Mm -hmm. and so nowadays i mean me and Riker just recently worked on a project i mean me and him have actually worked on a lot of projects together but we just recently worked on a huge project together and we just took the time to like really hang out and talk about like we're doing it we did it like i'm part of sag now i have an agent now Mm -hmm. he's also part of sag he's a stuntman now doing it big time and we're just like so proud of each other for still sticking it out sticking it out after all these years because there was people back then who were like making fun of us didn't think we were for real and didn't think we'd ever make it and now like times are changing the opportunities are coming to us like in our front like back door like in oklahoma you know and i'm just i'm super excited for the future and everything that it has to hold and all the opportunities to come Cause I'm going to jump on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy for you, for you guys, for everyone, you know, because he was talking about that, talking about that too, where people would make fun of him and just, you know, wouldn't believe in him, you know, but I think it was more of like, go the safe route of, you know, get a, a, a office job or yeah, something, you know, that, that you could fall job. back on or something yeah, like that. Instead of like going hard and going after those dreams, yeah. no matter how ridiculous it might seem. But yeah, you got to freaking follow what you want to do mm-hmm. and yeah it's gonna be rough 
it's always going to be rough. And it's easy but, to give up. Shoot, it's, right? It's easy to give it up, is. but you can always come back. Oh, yeah. You can always come back and try hard. Like like I did after, you know, my depression with dropping out of college. You know, I did like not act for a really long time mm-hmm. until I finally came back and started doing it again. And I'm glad that I did, you know. How long didn't you or how long did you take a take shoot, that break? Like how I long was that break? Uh, let's see. Probably my, my freshman year in college. You know, I, I did that year and a half. And then from that till I started acting on stage again, which was like 2018, 2009. So I'm going to say maybe a good, maybe three, four years. Really? Possibly. I'm not quite sure. I can't do the math on that, but it's been a while. It's yeah. been, it been a minute. I had to work out and get myself back in good shape before I felt comfortable putting myself out there like that and being seen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause uh, it can be harsh out there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, it's gotten better. It's gotten a lot better. I'm a lot better. Um, just really excited for the future and everything I've been doing. I, I did, uh, I was a lead in an independent film called Tochu recently. Tochu? It, yeah. Tochu, which is Redbird in Cherokee. Oh, okay. And it was written and directed by Jeremy Charles. Shout out to him. Cause he's awesome too. And he, when he was writing that, he told me that he was thinking of me as the lead when he was, yeah. And I was like, wow, oh, that's okay, cool. that's, that's amazing. Thank you for this opportunity. So I did that. Um, I, th- I speak in Cherokee at the very end of that, of that independent film. And so it's a short but it recently recently was shown at the LA Skins Fest in California. Oh, really? And I won an award. What? I was like, what? Like, I, I was just, I mean, I was just happy to get the part and like have that because like film is forever, right? Like I get that forever, but I didn't even think about any awards, right? Mm-hmm. So I got the, uh, what was it? NBC Universal uh, uh, Rising Phoenix Award for Outstanding Performance. Damn. I got a little plaque that says it. Really? Yeah. I was like, wow. man, this is hella cool. So like, now that I got an acting award, I want to go for that, that, uh, tattoo award, mm-hmm. you know, in the convention so I can have both of them and be like, yeah, one in each hand. Right? <laughs> Flexing. Yeah. yeah eh? <laughs> Get a big old head. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. My dad helps with that. He's dogging on me all the time. <laughs> always keeping my feet on the ground. Shout out to you, dad. Love you. <laughs> my head small <laughs> does your dad still do tattoos or anything uh sometimes yeah really <laughs> yeah with close friends or whatever i try mm-hmm. to uh, i've talked about him um uh, well we've talked about possibly like opening up a shop together mm-hmm. which would be a really cool goal but i have to be like licensed for about five to six years to be considered a sponsor oh really and once i become a sponsor i could take on my dad as my apprentice and get him licensed Mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. but i've only been licensed for about four years i think mm-hmm. now yeah i've been tattooing for about seven years though really mm-hmm. there's a lot dang i didn't know like all that went into like trying to be an artist tattoo artist mm-hmm. like well i knew about the apprenticeship but i didn't know like for the first year you gotta not tattoo you gotta take calls you gotta clean up do all that do all the bitch work yeah <laughs> <laughs> then your second year you finally get to tattoo mm-hmm. but then opening your own thing what five years Mm -hmm. in order to do that Mm -hmm. that's crazy like well that's good info you know people Mm want to go into tattooing like professionally so Mm -hmm. it's always good to hear stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah man it's been a wild ride and it's still going (laughs) (laughs) tattoos oh gosh uh i did an interview recently with the oco tv show because they want to talk to me too and i said something witty at the end about how like in my acting career and my tattoo career, both require me to follow the lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, drop a knowledge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put that on my IMDb. Yeah, I have one of those. 
Look me up. Yeah, go check it out, everyone. <laughs> I do. That was crazy. So my best friend, Shaniqua Wakachi, her grandpa actually saw my face on like, uh, what was it, like Amazon Prime or something? Like one of those streaming services where you can watch Miko, which is a movie by Sterling Harjo. Oh, yeah. I remember and that I was one. an extra. I was an extra in that. And it was, I had like a short little bit where I uh, fight with Bronson Harjo, his brother. And it was a one take wonder. We only had to do it one time because it was so good. But um, we just like were fighting or whatever. I think he's like cheating on me or something. I don't know. But I'm just rugged looking and I'm like, you can go be with her then. Go be with her then. You know what I mean? Screw off. But um, yeah, we were yelling and stuff. And after we shot it, we were by a bar. We were like walking by a bar that was opened. And after we were done, these people like rushed out of the bar and they're like ready to fight and like take care of me. And we we're like, no, 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 we're just we're just acting. It's, it's all good. Everything's good. <laughs> But um, yeah, so that's on like Amazon Prime or something like that. And so mm -hmm. if you scroll down and you see the cast, my picture will pop up. I was like, what? I'm Damn. there. People can see me. I look <laughs> so freaking cool. Oh my gosh. I'll have to check that out. I, I've yeah. seen it a long time ago, but like I didn't know it was on Amazon Prime. There's a lot of things on Amazon Prime that I have mm -hmm. no idea. Like, Bro, if you see my shirt right now, I'm wearing my reservation dog shirt that reservation dogs me. yeah shout out i'm in that too <laughs> oh it's august 9th yeah yeah oh my gosh so i got a small little bit in there yeah yeah i'm like an ihs worker all, all mean and whatnot <laughs> i won't talk too much about it but that's basically the gist of what i am <laughs> that's crazy how fast like that's being like pushed out boy yeah yeah they worked really fast yeah it's that. really fast impressive because then they wrap well, I don't know if I should say this, but they wrapped like what two weeks ago or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. I yeah. mean, Sterling's posting about it. If he's posting about it, oh, we yeah. can talk about it. Whatever well, mind. They posted two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, they uh wrapped two weeks ago and yeah. it's gonna be pushed out on August ninth. Yeah, they're working hard, man. I hope oh. that gets another season because I just want more. Like yeah. I, I was able to like he let me watch a little sneak peek of the pilot, like the first episode, and it got me hooked. I was like, This is everybody's gonna love this. It's so good. Wow. And it's awesome because, like, I mean, when we talk about Native films and TV shows and whatnot, I feel like most people will, like, refer back to, like, Smoke Signals or something. Yeah. I'm like, that's so old and dated. We need something new. So, like, this and, like, what... Re Re oh, Rutherford God. Falls. Yeah, boy, I'm so bad with my R's and W's. I, I was calling it Rutherford <laughs> Falls. Rutherford yeah, I was Weatherford sad. Falls. I'll sound all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, me too. It's okay. <laughs> We're from Oklahoma. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah, everybody. We all make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't read sometimes. I can't pronounce things. <laughs> I can't do numbers. It's good. It's all good, man. We all have our flaws, our Achilles heel. It's all, it's all good. But yeah, so we got that. I haven't started watching it yet, man. Everybody's watching. Oh, I, gotta, I gotta watch it. I'm so mad at myself. I'll watch it. It's good. Yes, it's really good. I bet it is. It's every it's short though like it's short yeah it's um it's good though it's like really it's really great i was just talking about this with uh my friend sadie and some other people but it's i didn't well i had adrian chelapa on here mm -hmm. and she was talking about how they had the largest at the time the largest uh, writing staff of natives mm -hmm. and i see i didn't know that like i seen the trailer and i seen ed holmes and then I just yeah. seen like natives like so I thought it was like Ed Helms and you know us, but you know hearing that we you know they have the largest writing staff, then I was like oh, okay. And then when you, well I'm sure you've seen the intro, but they got like the fry bread truck, they got the bead store, they got like all these like native things that are like within the town, and it's like really cool to see all that. Yeah. And. But yeah, like I think it's only like eight or nine episodes. Okay, but they're like right. really good. Like, see, I just gotta sit down and watch it. Yeah, yeah. But you ain't ready for Res Dog, so <laughs> it's gonna be spicy. It's gonna Man, be funny. It's I gonna can't be wait good. for that one. Make you cry, make you laugh. Yeah, 
do it all. Yeah. I, so what's going to be on Disney Plus? Is that oh, shoot. True? Is it? Shoot. I think uh, Hulu. FX Hulu for sure. Yeah. I don't know about Disney. I think it might have been funded by Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got Hulu. No commercials, so. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all up there. <laughs> Okay, ain't got time for commercials. You remember back in the day when YouTube didn't have any commercials? Yeah. Or am I crazy? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's really annoying times. now. Shoot, man. Yeah. Everything's annoying. I'm trying. Stop selling me stuff. I didn't ask you to sell me this. For real. Like, we found a way to get away from that from TV. Jeez. And then. That's why, yeah. And then now, like, I fucking guess they, YouTube. I guess they all got to make their money somehow, huh? God, I Always guess. Got that money. Well, yeah, like, because those sponsors or commercials, they throw money at freaking YouTube. So yeah. it's like. Like, yeah. Dang it. Yeah. So annoying. So now we got to think of something else to do. Shoot. Like this <laughs> podcast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Hold on. One word from our sponsors. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah, don't sell out yet. Don't do it yet. Not yet. You like it with no ads. Shoot. I got a funny story. It doesn't have anything to do with tattooing or acting. You want to hear it? Kind of a funny story. Okay. Are you familiar? <laughs> I can't tell without laughing. Are you familiar with the Remember the Removal bike ride? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this bike ride, if anybody doesn't know, it's a retracing of the Trail of Tears on bicycle. So they we start, well, they drive us out to New Echota, Georgia, and then we bicycle back to Tahlequah, Oklahoma, and we do like about 900 miles on bicycle and at the end of the day or at the last the end of the trip we're actually like in Tahlequah like bicycling to the town square where everybody's waiting and there's people on the side of the road all like clapping and like whatever well let's see the the that the beginning of that day coming home finally the last day of that trip coming home already started started rough because like I got a flat I was the first one to get a flat so everybody had to stop and wait for me, <laughs> fix my flat. <laughs> and then we got back in our little line and we're going in town and whatnot. And we're about to, we're just, we're just like right around the corner of the town square. And um, I'm behind this girl. We're all in the line and somebody's like screaming my name. And I'm looking to the left, trying to figure out who it is. And the front of my bicycle wheel touches the back of her bicycle wheel and they get like messed up. And uh -huh. like, we both go down. No way. We go down and I'm just in front of everybody. And thankfully, man, my grandpa, shout out to Papa, because he's the best. He came out and, like, picked me up right away, you mm -hmm. know? And, like, <laughs> I remember seeing photographs of that day. And when that happened, people were, like, <gasps> with all their mouths open and stuff. And I was, like, man, yeah, stay humble. Stay humble, yeah. everybody. Stay humble. <laughs> that was that person. That was that person that crashed at the very end. Wrecked. Wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> laugh about it now yeah, yeah. <laughs> holy <laughs> remember the removed bike ride alumni oh, no. 2012 <laughs> represent <laughs> and here comes bird. natalie oh god yeah see i will never get a big head man i will always remember <laughs> where i come from <laughs> it was great <laughs> oh is there any any pictures you said there's Shoot, pictures man yeah I, I have to upload those too. yeah show us yeah, please that's so funny I use that for the flyer. No, oh, I'm just man. kidding. Yeah. This could be you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, making the ancestors proud. Man, I bet they're shaking their heads so hard. They're like, man, she almost made it. <laughs> Maybe they did that on purpose. She's like, man, her head's getting too big. We better we need to fix that. You need to calm her down. Yeah. yeah. Chill. <laughs> chill, Natalie. Chill. <laughs> oh, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so, like, 
refreshing connect with you all connect with you all through this like and hearing all this stuff and it is hard like to give up like we were saying but you know things just don't come like right here like like oh we're gonna try this well here here's like here's your opportunity right here like you Mm -hmm. gotta like freaking work for it oh yeah it hasn't even though i've done a lot of stuff it has not been easy it's been been over a course of a lot of years and there's been a lot of times where i've been rejected you know and had to deal with that and but I mean, my fail my failures just gave me more energy to su- succeed. I mean, every failure is a, a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And you gotta fail to know what success success is like. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I've been blessed to fail too. Have you uh, taken classes at the Actor Factory or no, anything? No, but I did take acting classes when I was at Oklahoma City. At Oklahoma University. City, University. Okay. yeah, yeah. That's when I really dove into it and got serious about yeah. it. But yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like. Uh, I've just never stopped playing, mm-hmm. you know, I've never stopped using my imagination, whether it comes to seeing what I can see on paper before I draw it or just playing and being a child on stage or in front of camera, being another person, you know, just telling stories and stuff. That's like the best part of acting too. It's just, it's always like a team effort. You know, everybody has their own jobs and everything, but once you get on stage and get in character and get on, um, on set or whatever, and like be in that world with whatever story you're telling at the time, it's just the coolest feeling ever. Like, it's just playing. It's just playing. I mean, like, you get tired of paying bills and working and living in the society that we live in today. But when you're able to, like, let go and be in another space in your head and play like you were when you were a kid, you know. Because I, I feel like when you were a kid, you could literally see stuff. Yeah. Because your imagination was so active and so just vivid. You know what I mean? And if you can hang on to that and use it in your acting career, I think it makes you a better actor. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Like... It's so crazy, like, when, when, like, I sometimes wish that, you know, I never lost my imagination, like, because, well, I was playing with, like, well, like, I used to watch, like, wrestling, like, WWF, WCW, so I always, like, think of this, like, I go to these, like, vintage toy stores, and, like, they have, like, these old wrestlers that I used to have, and I used to be, like, man, like, I used to just have wrestling on the TV, and then I would sit there on the floor, I'd have this little ring that I had, this little old ass ring, <laughs> and then these figures, and then I would just make them like fight and wrestle each other. And I was like, and I had it in my mind, like I try to remember, like, like how was that like a thing? Like I, I guess in my head it was like I was making the crowd noises, and I would make them talk, like promos and shit. That's <laughs> like, so dope. Yeah, yeah, man, you were just playing. Yeah, and it was just playing, like, and I like still remember that. And then I can't remember, like, I guess. I guess you just lose it because I think for me, it was I mean, just reality sets in reality. And, and like, then like everybody starts growing up, you yeah, know, and you don't want to be up. that person that has still does this stuff mm-hmm. because it seems embarrassing but, or like immature or whatever. Yeah. Or immature because everybody's kind of maturing and yeah, you gotta be serious. Yeah. Man. You gotta be we're serious. Adults. Yeah. We're adults now. You know, <sighs> it's like, it's so <laughs> like, I don't I mean like when we have kids and stuff, it's going to be like, yo, like, keep that like mm-hmm. like nurture that try to yeah keep it as long as you can like don't worry about what other people mm-hmm. say because even if you aren't using it in the acting career you can use it in other ways oh yeah you know? I yeah mean, even if it is just to keep you happy every day right to just kind of let go of like this really serious world and get back to like just living and being happy like we're supposed to be mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah no, we're not supposed to be paying these bills y'all hell no we're, we're supposed <laughs> to be naked you know making gardens and stuff and <laughs> yeah not supposed to be stressed out have anxiety or anything like that like a 40-hour work week like Mm -hmm. what is that Mm -hmm. like you're you're just 
killing yourself it's for this place that and that's why you got to find a career that you really enjoy exactly see like my tattoo career like i don't know what's going to walk through the door yeah. i always get something new every day and it challenges me as an artist and helps me grow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the people that i get to know man like uh, yeah it's cool <laughs> it's always spicy something you know it never gets boring yeah 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 what's the coolest piece you've ever done on somebody Mm, that's a good question actually i just recently did a, a a piece on a girl uh cassandra shout out to her um she let me take full artistic control of her arm and i did a i did a sleeve it's from her elbow up to her shoulder mm-hmm. i just designed it right now where she has another session with me where she's going to get it shaded and colored in but basically we did a piece where it's representing all seven clans of the cherokee nation really and so we have her in the middle we don't put a face on her but we're going to put like little rosy cheeks on her <clears throat> excuse me but there's her in the middle. She's wearing a tear dress. Her hair is super long to represent long hair clan. And then to her left is a deer that's kind of poking out to the side. To her right is a wolf, wolf deer clan, wolf clan, wolf clan. Mm-hmm. And then in her hands, one of her hand, her right hand is holding a paintbrush for paint. And then her left hand is holding a booger mask. But I'm going to put like blue paint on the mask so it represent, represents the blue clan. Mm-hmm. And so, and then that whole thing is... Uh, framed by a wild potato plant so there's potatoes at her feet framing the bottom with the leaves coming around the sides and then up in the top above her head there's a sun and there's like a hawk in the sun which represents the bird clan so all those are represented in that in that image and right now we just did line work but she posted those pictures and people are going crazy over that one they think it's awesome and i'm just like it's the first session like you haven't seen anything yet just wait but yeah it was just it was a really cool piece that i was able to just put my whole you know juices in my creative juices mm-hmm. skills <laughs> but uh yeah it was really it was cool it's a nice piece that joker piece is really bomb too yeah i did yeah and now they but well, i know he's gonna go to the convention is she gonna go too oh she wanted to she? I've, I've, i sent her a picture of the the flyer that has all the details in into it but um a lot of my clients are really good friends of mine and whenever i need help or not help but whenever i need them to show up and be there they show up yeah yeah and i this career of mine has really like helped me connect to my community in a better way. You know, I'm not small town famous or anything, but I, I can't go shopping without people coming up and talking to me about tattoos. <laughs> and I kind of like give them that business card and be like, I don't want to talk about this right now. <laughs> Let's talk about it during my business hours. <laughs> and then with the acting stuff coming up and when they see me on that screen, I'm like, man, is going to have more people come up to me. I mean, it's okay. But like, sometimes I'd be tired and I don't want to do that, but yeah, I'll be nice. I'm always nice. Yeah. Yeah, you're nice enough to come here. Hey. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Okay? It's an honor. Honor song. Honor. Dang. Yeah, it's a good time. Man, I've always talked about like wanting to do a podcast, but I don't have the time or the equipment or anything, so then this opportunity popped up. I'm going to jump on it. <laughs> I'm going to be here. You mean to start your own? No, just to be on a podcast. Oh, just, I thought you yeah, meant yeah. like to start your Shoot, own. Shoot, uh, stop my... I don't know. I, no, that's, no, that's a lot. We got a lot going on. I got a lot on going right on, now. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish I was an octopus and had all these arms, but I don't. <laughs> Only got two. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You, you, you. Yeah. <laughs> man, it's pretty cool. This is your first one. Like, it's going yeah, really great. Yeah, that's why I, I want to go yeah, hard. Yeah. Tell going hard in the paint. Hard to the paint. I used to say hard in the paint, and my man was like, listen, <laughs> it's hard to the paint, not well, in the paint. You've been saying it wrong this whole time. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Let me correct you real quick. Shoot. <laughs> always be getting stuff wrong. <laughs> uh. Uh, it's all good. I'm learning, guys. 
we're all learning we're all learning still like i'm an artist and i'm sensitive about my shit (laughs) (laughs) and my feelings oh man what about you man where are you from you from here no uh i'm from pawnee i was gonna say uh you were saying was that salish 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 kootenay yeah that's up in uh pablo yeah, Mon- yeah, yeah, Montana. Yeah, when I was uh, I, we had a basketball team, and man, they got a really good basketball team. Like all his life, dude. Like <laughs> I like, so we had this like team and from I, and <laughs> so there's only six of us that played, and we we went up to Montana, and we stayed there for the weekend for AHEC. It was the AHEC tournament, and. There was a Pawnee. I'm from Pawnee, actually. So to answer your question, I'm from Pawnee, Oklahoma. Here, born and raised. Uh, I yeah, I saw your Pawnee tag outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't tell no one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I moved to New Mexico when I was 19. I uh, went to college out there at uh, Institute of American Indian Arts, and you know, just kind of that's where I kind of got out of my shell. You know, like I lived here and. Was just kind of just this shy, scared guy that just kind of I don't know didn't really know how to express himself, but you know meeting all kind of indigenous people, and just kind of meeting like all these people that had kind of the same interests as you and didn't really judge you or anything like made you feel like a part of something. Like I always grew up like feeling like kind of an outcast. I guess maybe it was because the way I thought. Like I was always like thinking of different things and things that were kind of out there like far to reach like because i want to do like music production i wanted to be a music producer and everybody else is kind of like well i'm gonna be a doctor or a lawyer right. or some yeah, shit that's like what that I see. yeah i yeah. feel that pressure too especially when i got that scholarship i was like do i need to be an actress or an artist yeah. maybe i should be a lawyer or a doctor yeah, yeah. but i'm like i don't know if i can do that <laughs> that's a lot of pressure yo <laughs> But yeah, like going out there and then just kind of seeing all these, you know, native people and just connecting and just, you know, having a good time, like building that community, that little small community and becoming like a family, you know, but yeah, we went up to SKC and there was a guy from Pawnee there, his name's uh, Sonny and I didn't know him. Like, I think I knew him. I think I met him like a few times before that, but I didn't know him, but he's six, eight, big old dude and seen him and I was like, man, what's up, Sonny? And when he like he was getting all like ready to play, and but because I didn't know like it was that serious over there. Like they take like their ball serious. Like mm-hmm. up north, up north it's like up serious. Like, yeah, they don't freaking play. Mm-hmm. So like they man, go to war they don't play. <laughs> man, they ended up winning the whole thing though. Like I think they beat us by like sixty points. Or Golly <laughs> boy, they spanked you. Yeah, well. Well, our thing was we only had six people playing. Okay. So, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. If we had ten, we'd probably beat them. But um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys would smoke us like SKC. Like you guys are like <laughs> legit. Like, That's what's up. It was. That's what's up. And so yeah, when you said that earlier, I was like, I think it's SKC. Like, but I didn't want to interrupt you. So no, you're good, man. Yeah. That's cool. Badass story. But yeah, like um, my mom always wanted me to play basketball. I'm like kind of tall, I'm five six, but. <laughs> She's always wanting me to play basketball. I never could, man. I, I, nope. I don't know how that works. I don't know how to play. I think you put the ball in the hoop and that's it, right? <laughs> but I don't know about those other plays that you do. Well, my dad wanted me to do watch. that. My dad wanted me to play in high school. Like, he would try. I played football, but he was like, maybe you do play basketball and all this. And I was like, dude, like, it's too technical. Like, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Like, it's like chess, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I guess I would be a power forward, I guess. 
I don't even know what I would be in high school, but there's like so many rules like the what is it like you can't be in the key for five seconds or three seconds defensively or something like that and i, I always could not wrap my head around it neither. yeah i was like you just put the ball on the hoop yeah right? just here pass it out and you shoot it <laughs> i never wanted the ball I'd get rid of it really fast like oh <laughs> give it to somebody else i don't want it I don't want it <laughs> yeah. i played volleyball and i play i like ran track oh yeah it was funny because like i hate well when I was in high school, I wanted to get rid of that baby fat that I got, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because you're in high school now and you can get a boyfriend and whatever. <laughs> anyway, so I, uh, I I joined track essentially just to get in shape. Like, it was funny because the, the coach would give us a paper at the beginning of the season, was mm-hmm. like, why did you join? And I'm what? just like, to lose weight. <laughs> I don't want to race. I just want to run and lose weight. But it was funny because, like, I got so good that my my – coach was like Mm-mm, natalie you're gonna compete now you're getting <laughs> i was like damn it so i ended up like going to state and track for like the two mile relay or something like that and really I ran, I ran so hard damn. yeah kicked ass we didn't place but man i ran hard i was so proud of myself just because i like that was the fastest i ever ran mm-hmm. so that was a lot of fun shout out to sam horse chief he's an artist he was my coach in high school and he he drew me pictures of like blue jays and stuff yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He only gives it to special people that he likes. <laughs> Drawings and whatnot. I got two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got two of them. Two of them. <laughs> two. There's a two-mile relay? Two-mile relay. Two mile yeah, relay. so I think, Jesus like, Christ. I ran, like, two laps, and then I would give it to the next girl. She'd run two laps. Or was it one lap? I don't know. Maybe it might have been one. I don't know. Something like that. But I ran my ass off. It like, was funny because the girl God. before me, she, like, gave up. <laughs> I, I ran all that hard hard work and like caught up uh, caught us up to a certain point and then when I gave it to her like halfway through her little race she like gave up and was like kind of jogging and then she gave it to the next girl and I remember after we were done another girl that was on our team got so mad at her and she was like you're not done till you fin- until you pass that finish line <laughs> and I'm like I don't care man I'm just I ran as hard as I could I'm happy I don't <laughs> care if we win or lose man I just did you know what I always never wanted to do it was like fucking run yeah but yeah and you showed out. You killed it. I did, yeah. man. I always fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you said earlier. You just I'm show up, competitive. kill it. Low, I try not to be, but yeah, low-key competitive. <laughs> so you sprint that whole two laps? Shoot, yeah, man. Oh Shoot, yeah, I did. God dang. <laughs> it was awesome. I was flying. My feet were so hot. I couldn't breathe at the end, but I remember I just felt alive. I was like, this is the hardest I've ever pushed mm. myself. And just like it's just rewarding, I yeah. Don't know, just knowing that I did that and I didn't give up. Yeah, they made it easy to make us sprint like one lap, and like for off season during mm-hmm. football, and dude, that was tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could imagine doing. I could imagine doing two mm-hmm. sprinted laps. Like, oh my god, it might have been two or one. It might have been one. Either way, I was sprinting something. It's probably it was two. Quite a, quite a bit. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two mile relay or one mile relay? I don't know, something like that. Oh my god. Either way, I was running my ass off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun. Mm-mm. Fun. Mm-mm. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, I could not do it now. I'm kind of old now. <laughs> I don't know about these knees. God, does this happen? Man, I fell on my knee like a couple weeks ago. Oof, boy. So I was getting gas, and uh, oh man, I was I don't know. I, I wasn't even thinking like I tried to go over that po that hose, and my freaking foot got caught on the hose, and man, my knee went straight into the freaking ground. At least you didn't have the whole town on each side of the road watching you do that. Well, the attendant came out. Like, I thought nobody's seen me. So you had somebody (laughs) that was concerned. She saw me on the camera. (laughs) 
Oh no, not the camera. Yeah. Okay, all right. So I've been looking for online if if they've released it. Like, but she came out. Like I got it. Oh man, I laid there for like maybe 15 seconds and i couldn't believe i was like oh god and i was i think i shattered it and uh man i laid there and then i got up and fuck it hurt so bad and i was like oh my god when you get hurt when you're older it lasts for like a lot longer dude like i rolled my ankle like four years ago and it still hurts Mm, 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 mm. like no i stepped in a hole and fractured my ankle one time it was terrible too because we were at like a a music festival right Mm -hmm. and i had to go to the bathroom and i was i was drunk too and like high or whatever Mm -hmm. and i was like walking and i was thinking man i better walk on the road before i step in a hole (laughs) break my ankle and what do i know like right before i get (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's like a little ditch by the road. I fucking step in a hole and oh. break my ankle. Oh, no. God, I scared everybody there, too, because I was screaming. Mm. It was the first time I've ever broken anything. And I felt bad, too, because my man came over and he was like drunk and like trying to help me. And he he tried to pick me up, but he dropped me. Oh, no. <laughs> so I screamed some more and they thought he was hurting me. So they like separated him from me and like, oh, oh man, it was a bad night bad bad night oh. and i felt bad oh <laughs> i felt even worse because like when they took me to the hospital i was like apologizing to everybody i came in contact with and they're like why are you saying sorry like you're the one with the broken ankle it's like i don't know man i'm just i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry everybody my bad i'm so stupid i'm so sorry <laughs> I will like, be the first to apologize. Not like, gonna lie. Like Natalie, chill. Yeah, I breathe in your face. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to breathe your air. Like I didn't even mean to look at you in your direction. I'm sorry. Sorry. Stop being sorry, please. I know. I know. <laughs> Quit it. Oh God. <laughs> Man, yeah, it it hurts when you hurt yourself. So I see you got some tattoos. Yeah. Let's talk about those. Because yeah. guess what? I mean, I do have tattoos. I got that one in the back of my neck, but I, like, I'm not covered in tattoos, right? And yeah. lots of people ask me that when I'm doing tattoos, and it's because I do the acting. Oh yeah. Right. So if I get like lots of tattoos on my arm, they're gonna typecast me as like the bad bitch every time, and mm-hmm. like I don't want to be bad bitch every time. <laughs> I want to be the hero sometimes, the sweet girl or whatever the fuck they need me to be. Yeah. I was gonna ask if that's your only one that you had. I got this one on the back. Oh, of my and then neck. you said you had the one on your ribs. Lyrics on my ribs and i also have like a little red heart on my butt mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah my dad did the, my ribs and my neck but in when i was in portland oregon i went to a tattoo shop up there and got my first professional tattoo oh yeah 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 i, I got like a bunch. yeah you look like your arms are covered a, i got a lot you look like you got some good work too look at that that's that skull and octopus yeah that was that uh fidolo it's clean fidelo tattoo it's downtown somewhere this guy named shay did that one and um, George Alexander did that one. George Alexander. I yeah. got to hang out with him in Riker a couple nights ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was kind of geeking out. I, I I mean, it doesn't take a lot to make me geek out. Like, I geek out over my, like, local friends who are artists and, like, are kind of up there. Like, Kelly Gonzalez, like, shout out to her. And, like, Roy, Roy Boney, like, he's he's up there. I geek out when I hang out with the, them or see them. But George, I was, I was excited to, to get to know him, too, because I've been following him on Instagram. And mm-hmm. we got to chill and hang out. He's goofy, man. Yeah. <laughs> goofy just goofy he's he crazy cool. yeah yeah so it was really cool to, to meet him and I, I when i met him i was like i feel like i basically already know you man i listened to the podcast pretty much yeah yeah so i felt like kind of a creeper but you know what whatever it's out there he knows it's out there now you can listen to mine what's yeah, up george yeah. you better be listening no listen george you better listen to this uh, shoot yeah it's cool man it's just way cool i love what you're doing you're just bringing us all together and 
helping us tell our stories and it's it's comfortable here it's really yeah, it's, yeah you provide a really good vibe and a good space for us to express ourselves yeah. and i'm really excited that you're doing it that you're not just talking about it and that's for everybody yeah. if you got any kind of goal or dream don't talk about it do it yeah like nike yeah just do it yeah it's really hard to build a reputation on what you're going to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i man i used to talk about doing this fuck for so long for so long finally i was just like i'm just gonna I, well i bought the gear and i was like i'm gonna do it i bought the gear because i was like i'm gonna spend all this money and buy this gear and then it sat around for like months mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then finally like yeah in january that's when i reached out to Riker. And I was like, bro, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Like, of all gonna... the people you could interview, <laughs> starting out with Riker was like the best move ever. I was so excited. I was so excited. Well, I was I'm like, excited. man, I was nervous to like reach out to anybody because I was like, well, I got this stuff. No, like, Riker's the perfect mm, person. So, He's so easy going. It, well, like the thing was like, I never met anybody that I had on. Don't, I knew Dennis. So he was my second guest. Mm-hmm. But like Jake Tiger, I didn't know. Riker, I didn't know. Uh, I who was it? Uh, Joshua. I worked with him at Osage. Um, the Ripe Potatoes, they were my fifth one. So I went to school with James. And I never met Stephen, though, but we did it over Zoom. David, I didn't meet. I never met. Leah, I never met. Like, most of the people, like, on here, like, I've met for the first time. That's but, awesome. you know, I'm becoming more smooth. I'm becoming, like... Yeah, dude, yeah, you're getting, getting better. Flow, and that's the only that way flow. you get better just do it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody was saying, like... Because at first I was like listening to me and Rikers and I was like, oh God, like I sound so No, like... <laughs> you'll get better. Because then when you come back again, I'm telling you, you guys are going to have a lot more to talk about. Mm-hmm. You really were. Mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Yeah. You need to come on with him too. Like, Shoot. Yeah. If you want to have both of us that'd come back. That'd be so as, dope. We could do it. I know yeah. he would be down. Mm-hmm. I can hear him right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down for that. They <laughs> 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 <That> could just... <laughs> we're that connected. Like that. We're <laughs> I need to send out the signal. Mercury <laughs> night. Put the symbol out there. Yeah. Put the- <laughs> it's just those hands, like a shadow of like two hands making the bird sign. Just put that on a shirt. Yay. Yeah. I might. I can do that now. Yeah. Since I got my iPad, like mm-hmm. I, iPads are expensive, but if you can oh, yeah. get one as an artist, get one. It will change your whole life. Um, just recently I created a piece. It was for a missing murdered indigenous women's art show called mm-hmm. breaking the silence. And, um, what my piece was is that I, uh, took a scene from the Pocahontas movie, the cartoon. And, um, there's, it's a scene of Pocahontas and John Smith, uh, essentially, uh, shaking hands, yeah. you know, for the first time or whatever. But I, I took her out and I replaced her with, uh, Matoica, which is Pocahontas's real, real name. But I redrew her as, her actual age historically when she first met john smith and she was around i don't know the the age changes from like 11 to like 15 so um but i the the disney pocahontas is very sexualized like she's a woman she's not a child they give her this little tiny waist and little tiny short skirt and all this stuff you know so i redrew her properly i guess you could say as herself matoka as she would have been and um, instead of shaking hands with John Smith, she's actually pulling away from him and he's grabbing her arm. And I put the handprint that represents the movement of the MMIW, MMIW movement over her face so people kind of get that theme. <clears throat> and um, it took me a while to make it. And while I was making it, I went through a lot of different emotions looking at it, you know, because it's very provocative in that way, you know, because it's essentially showing the, the 
sad truth of the story behind that and the reality behind that. And um, when I was done with it, I was really hesitant on showing it because I was like, man, there's a lot of people who really like this movie. And I might piss people off and might get backlash, but there's a bigger truth behind it that I feel yeah. needs to be sh shared. And so I put it out there and uh, it's gotten nothing but really good reviews and lots of support and understanding. There's probably been maybe like four or five people out of the 9,000 people who, who disagreed with it or didn't get it at first, you know. And so, um, and that kind of started something else within me. Cause like, after I got that out, I was like, man, there, what, what else can I make? You know, this has really started a fire within me, but I want to go kind of like in a more positive note since I started out so serious with that, that material, that, uh, that story. So, uh, my next thing that I put out just recently is, uh, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's the Powerpuff Girls that I drew, yeah, I right? Yeah. But I recreated them as the three sisters. Cause in my head, it made sense like that, like corns, beans, and squash. And I changed the color scheme. You know, because they were like green, pink, and blue, and I changed it to green, yellow, and orange. You know, and I had like the plants behind them, and I actually changed their whole co or their whole uh, outfits to um, kind of historically accurate, accurate Cherokee regalia. One of them's a shell shaker. One of them's like has the feathered cape. The other one has like a tear dress that they're uh, she's wearing. You know, with corn bead necklaces and whatnot. And um, that has <laughs> took off too. Lots of people like that also. And I, I, uh, I have a couple more things up my sleeve. Actually, I got two more pieces I'm working on that are kind of similar in that aspect. But in in my style of creating art, I I want to make I want to create pop culture references, intertwine them with Cherokee culture stories, things like that. But have it make sense. So having the three sisters as the three Powerpuff Girl sisters makes sense. Mm -hmm. Showing Pocahontas as her actual age makes sense. Um, if anybody's listening, I'll give them a little sneak peek into the next thing I'm working on. But you won't see it yet until I'm done. Um, have you seen Courage the Cowardly Dog? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a 90s kid, so I'm all about yeah. those cartoons. <laughs> and so the next thing I'm working on is a, a picture of Courage. And um, it's him and that old man that likes to scare him all the time with that mask that he gets out. Oh, yeah. But the mask is a Cherokee booger mask. Oh. You know, the gourd masks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's what I'm working on right now. It's going to look really cool. <laughs> I'm really excited to show that. And so when I'm done with all these, I'm going to make prints. And then hopefully by the time Cherokee holiday comes around, which is like September. September. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Labor Day weekend or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, hopefully I'll have those prints to sell by that time. Mm -hmm. Damn. Mm -hmm. I want, I want them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. Get you some. Yeah. I'll gift you, I'll gift you one for this. Cool. Yeah. For awesome. Real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw the um, Pocahontas one. And I remember that one, and I was like, "Man, that's, that's that's really dope because it's bringing the real story of because yeah, not a lot of people know like they just know it's a Disney movie, but they don't know the actual happening of what mm -hmm. that is. Like John Smith is. There's two different types of Disney movies. There's like Sleeping Beauty, yeah, where there's dragons and shit and yeah. fairies, and those things aren't really real. Yeah, but when you get messy and try to change historical history oh, like yeah. that like that's people's families mm -hmm. you know that's somebody's i mean matoka was somebody's grandma yeah you know what i mean so don't mess around with that stuff get it right well when you talk about the backlash i didn't think you would even get any but then it goes back to the thought of like well nobody really knows just like ignorant people that yeah it's just ignorant it. people that oh this is the movie that i grew up with. some people are so, like why is her waist so big why is her face so round why the does fuck? she look are you weird serious? i'm like did y'all not read what I okay it's okay it's okay it's not for well you. they don't read like. no they don't read I, I, one of them <laughs> commented on my post and they're like saying something about how they're gonna call the wambulance for me because like all the shit that i was feeling when i made it and i was just like thank oh, you <laughs> it's cool thank oh. you 
Thank you for calling that for me. Wow. <laughs> well. I don't let it bother me that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's like a lot of dumb ignorance that shouldn't even be around. I know whoever needed to see it saw it. Yeah. And like they got and it. shared it yeah, and hearted yeah, yeah. it and loved it. And, Man, yeah. lots of people really connected with that too. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it a heart, and then mm-hmm. I just saw the uh, Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was dope, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make wait. stickers and stuff, too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice little individual stickers for whoever. Because <laughs> I wanted to make sure they were inclusive to like people who could identify with them. That's why I made them different skin colors, different hair colors, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's a good uh, little lesson, too. Like, Isn't uh, it? Yeah, to, right? hear, to read your... Um, your description of it and everything. Mm-hmm. I want to try that next year. Yeah. Try to, try to plant them together and see if I can get a little three sisters garden going. Oh, that'd be dope. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll help out. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Another thing I did was um, I actually got that in a magazine. It was Native Max magazine. I was on the cover of. How cool is that? It's my very first cover of being on a magazine. I never thought that could happen. Mm-hmm. But um, they did an interview with me too. And I was able to show them a tattoo I did that I designed. It was... um based off of a Sailor Jerry drawing. And what he did is he drew this Asian woman, I presume, and she's like holding up her dress and she's like almost about to show her cat to everybody, but she's like, you know, just barely lifting that up and Mm -hmm. showing off her legs, essentially. But when I seen that, first of all, I was like, oh my God, that's whack. Like, (laughs) it's kind of racist. But but beyond that, what I saw in my head was I saw a deer woman showing her legs. Mm. And so I redrew that, that woman using the same position, but I drew it as, as a, a deer woman showing her legs and she has like hair on her legs and everything like hairy legs. Mm-hmm. And um, I was able to actually tattoo that design on a good friend of mine, Alyssa. And she came all the way from Colorado to get that tattoo put on her. And really, yeah, I thought that was a really cool way for me to, I don't know. I just like to change things and kind of put some Cherokee flair on it, you know, yeah. but make it make sense. I'm not just slapping feathers on everything I see. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to make sure it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's super dope too. Mm-hmm. What kind of iPad do you have? Oh, an old one. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's third generation. I, I bought it off of a guy who was a photographer in, in Arkansas, I think. I met him in Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just like, I'm a photographer, and this isn't really what I thought it was going to be, so I'm going to give it to somebody who needs it. And so I bought it secondhand off of him, and it's changed my life. Yeah, the it's pros. The, I can, I can like, animate on this thing. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I've tried. I'm getting better at it. But, like, yeah, I just... I miss the old animations I grew up watching. You know, mm. the old cartoons. I mean, everything nowadays is like very computer computer generated. You know, very realistic. That you don't they don't do those flat drawing illustrations anymore. Yeah. Like the Pocahontas drawings and whatnot like that, or Powerpuff Girls. But I'd love to like recreate my own um, using Cherokee stories. So if I could make an animation in that old cartoon '90s uh, style, um, I'd like to like recreate the stickball game between the animals. And like, you know, like, like, uh, like the jungle book or like Robin hood, those type of style animals, but playing stickball yeah. would be hella dope. That'd be, yeah. I'm just kind of thinking of it in my mm-hmm. head. Like that's what I see, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that might be a project in the future I might work on. Yeah. There's lots of stuff. I For can, sure. I got so much stuff up there in my so, head. So many, so many ideas. So many. So many, so many. ideas. I just gotta <laughs> organize and execute them, you know, <laughs> organized. What do you use to, uh. Procreate. Is it just Procreate? Mm-hmm. That's what I have on here procreate. too. Procreate. Bomb.com. I haven't done the animations yet, what you're talking about. I'm still like YouTubing it, learning how to use it. But yeah, same I've, here. I've made some like logos and stuff too with Procreate and it's like so 
easy like, so, and then you can like watch your work as you like it'll replay the screen recording of you working have you seen that no i haven't yeah on the canvas options it will show you can even see the stats of how long you've been working on that canvas and how many strokes that you've made what you can watch a replay video of like everything you did right so even if you aren't trying to make an animation it kind of makes an animation of you working like finishing the thing that you're working on okay you're gonna have to show me that yeah i didn't freaking know that yeah i'll school you boy i'll show you some stuff (laughs) take me to school yeah (laughs) what Mm -hmm. so it just does it on its own yeah it's already recording you the whole time you're working whoa if you have it switched on i think i don't know if there is a switch or not but i know on mine it it does it automatically what Mm -hmm. i'm gonna check yeah show me that and i'll I'll check mine out like because i i pull some stuff and i you know change the color everything for this Mm -hmm. other podcast i'm trying to do so i'd pulled a color and i'd made i'd made some changes and i made just my own thing yeah sometimes if i like mess up and i've already deleted or erased part of my drawing that i kind of want to went to back want to go back to but i can't like versus you know how you can like double tap it and it'll mm. like reverse whatever you did last yeah sometimes i go too far right yeah. and i like can't go back or i've already deleted that layer or whatever it is that i did mm-hmm. and so what i'll do is i'll replay the screen recording of what, me working i'll stop to a certain point where i liked it and i'll screenshot it and i'll be able to use that to kind of get myself back on track or use whatever it was that i was needing to use out of that Whoa. time and place damn Shout out uh, Work iPads. smarter. <laughs> Work smarter, real, not, not harder. harder. Wow, that's freaking cool. Yeah, school me on a little th- little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, I've just kind of dove into just kind of here and there. But yeah, there's just, no tutorial, man. There's people on YouTube teaching you how yeah. to do it, but they don't have a tutorial. Damn, everybody go get iPad Pro. Yeah, like, go it'll get change. One. Yeah, go get one. Artists like in general, like go get iPad yes, Pros. Please. Like they're it'll freaking dope. It's so much easier too. Mm-hmm. There's like so many like amazing artists that I know. And it don't have an iPad Pro. And that's the thing. Like, I got so tired of using the, the traditional materials, mm-hmm. you know, the pen and the paper, the paints and stuff. I mean, I'll still paint here and there, but it takes forever for the paint to dry. And then, like, when you're drawing on pen or pencil, you know, you erase it and it's probably not the best eraser or yeah. whatever it is, you know. So, it, it's a lot easier for me to design on my iPad and then make prints of it later, mm-hmm. you know. And it's funny because growing up, I used to think that was cheating. I used to think like drawing on the computer and stuff oh, was cheating. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a time in middle school when I went to Woodall, they had this t-shirt design or was it the yearbook design? It was either on the yearbook or a t-shirt, but they all gave the students a chance to like create a Woodall design and they're going to vote on it and pick one. And you know, that was going to be on the thing. Mm-hmm. And I got so excited and inspired and I got like six pieces of paper and drew like six different designs, you know? <laughs> and the, this one girl, she made her design on like Microsoft word or something like that. She used like clip art and she kind of, put it together and had like the little wildcat on there and she ended up winning and i remember being so salty <laughs> so mad because i was like she didn't draw that she put it on the computer but now that i've like have like a computer <laughs> you know the ipad and stuff i i'm just like you know what that's art somebody made that yeah yeah, yeah. And that's my, that's my thing now. Like me and my best friend will go out in the world and if I see like a logo or something, I'll point it out to her and be like, you see that? That's art. Somebody made that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? That's art. Yeah. Somebody made that. What about this? Yeah, that's art. Man. You like huh. Subway? That's art. Yeah. Somebody made that. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> it's art, man. Yeah, it's art, man. Somebody <laughs> made that. Straight up, though. Like everything. Oh, my Look God. around. That calendar right there. That's art. Oh, yeah. Somebody made that. That blanket right here on your window. <laughs> the cup right there with the lighting hitting that it. Cup. Ah. 3D image. Yeah. Damn, somebody yeah. made that. Yeah. That's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I got some business cards for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, for my tattoo. Cool. Check that out. What do you think about that? 
So that spider has a story behind it. Oh. Yeah, tell the story of the spider on him. Okay, so, so I, people, we're, we're looking for people at, that don't know. Sure, sure. So I got my new business cards out, finally, because people have been asking forever for them. Um, my new business cards, they have my spider, my little water spider, spider that I drew on there. And uh, in the butt of the spider, I guess you, the abdomen or whatever you call it. Uh, is it abdomen? Or is it, what's the proper scientific name for the butt of the spider? The abdomen, well, that would be the inside. What, is it thorax? It might be. Maybe thorax, abdomen. Oh, somebody help us. Yeah, somebody correct me. <laughs> the, correct butt, us. the butt of the spider. The back butt. The back butt yeah, of the spider. Yeah. You know that big part yeah, of the, the spider. Yeah, the big round part, yeah. So that big part, round part <laughs> has um has like a kind of like a basket in it with a little circle, and then there's like flames coming up from the circle. And so what that circle represents is a, an ember. So like one of our Cherokee stories of how we first got fire uh, a long time ago, I guess there was a storm that happened or something, and it, it was a lightning storm, and it struck a, a dead tree, and it set the tree on fire. And this tree was, like, in this little tiny piece of land that was, like, surrounded by water, right? And so back in the day, uh, the animals saw it, and they're interested in it. And um, each one of the animals tried their tried to get it, tried to get the spire, right? Because they've never seen it before. They wanted to use it or whatever it is. And so, like, the like one of the snakes, green snake, went out there, tried to get it. He got burnt up, turned black. Uh, raven or crow way back in the day like he wasn't black he was a different color he went to try and go get some he got burned up by smoke turned black same thing with raccoon got smoke in the eyes got that little mask on his he face right mm -hmm. owl went over there and got it in his eyes and his eyes are like all big and red and whatnot <laughs> and um just like every like every animal kind of has its little story of how it went and failed trying to get this fire mm -hmm. and it wasn't until the water spider that she tried to go get it and people didn't really believe in her at first because she's a little spider you know what's she gonna do but she can walk on water right because she's so small and so she went over there and she had this little basket that she wove out of her her silk or whatever uh, put it on her back and was able to grab a piece of that ember and put it in her little her little basket and come back over and bring us this fire. And so I got inspired to draw my own water spider in that way, but I kind of wanted to make it in like a tattoo style format so the, the flames are kind of like stylized, you know. Cause, mm -hmm. I mean, this looks kind of tattoo artist, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I really like that. Yeah, that's super dope. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. I like that story too. I never heard that story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty dope. I wish I knew our stories. You can, man. You just gotta listen. <laughs> <laughs> Find somebody and listen to them. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Like I never, the crow and the snake getting burnt, raccoon, and the raccoon, owl. yeah, with the eyes and the owl. Like mm -hmm. that's. Really... I'm sure there's other animals too. I just can't think yeah. off the top of my head. But, but I mean, still, like that's mm -hmm. that's really dope. Like that story. Mm -hmm. Like we all have these like stories. Like our tribes have stories and everything, and. Man, I'd love, like, for somebody to come on here and just tell them, mm -hmm. like, so anybody that has stories like that, come on. Yeah, we love yeah. our stories. Man. got to keep them going. It's really, like, interesting to hear, too, like, all Thanks. these, like, stories that, you know, people have heard and they mm -hmm. retell and everything, so mm -hmm. that's really cool. And um, thankfully, being who I am in, in my tattoo industry, I feel like I've been able to provide a good space for indigenous people to come get their tattoos. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of my clients are indigenous when they come get my tattoos done by me, whether it's Cherokee syllabary or they're Seminole, they're getting patchwork or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. um, they're at my tattoo shop now that I'm at. Their policy before I worked there was that you can't get face tattoos unless you're heavily tattooed. They won't tattoo your face unless you got lots of tattoos on your body. Mm -hmm. But then when I started working there, you know, we have cultural rights, I guess you can say. Oh, yeah. And so one of my good friends, Pretty Sky, this was going to be her first tattoo. And she's been, she's thought about it for a really long time. She felt like she's earned it. She wanted her three warrior stripes down her chin onto her neck and to her collarbone. 
And if I wasn't working at that tattoo shop and she would have tried to go get tattooed there, they probably would have denied her. They probably would have turned her away. Mm -hmm. But since I was there and I've been able to like, you know, show them our side of our culture, you know, kind of open up that doorway, uh, they allowed it. And so she was able to come to my tattoo shop and get her very first tattoo, which was three long stripes down the chin all Mm -hmm. the way down to the collarbone. Damn. Pretty badass. And she did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Pretty Sky. She's great. Wow. Man, I bet that hurt too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've seen those. I've seen people have the stripes on their chin mm-hmm. that go all the way down. I tell you what, man, I'd be jealous. Like, even though I don't get tattoos, I want tattoos. What would you get? Like, what what's like a tattoo that you really want? Like, well, and first where, of all, if I were to get it, Kira Murillo, Kira Ooh, yeah. Murillo, she going to be the one to do it. Yeah. I keep talking her up. I'm, re- I'm waiting for her to notice me. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> I love her. Yes, and I love her work, and I want her to tattoo me for sure. Yeah, so, but I see myself having a lot of red and black tattoos. Mm-hmm. Red and black tattoos for sure. Um, I kind of want like a leg band, an ankle band. I've seen a, a piece of artwork that Roy Boney made, and it's like these two legs. There's one like a human leg, but there's also like a deer leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like somebody shape-shifting, and, and, like, you know, in the middle of shape-shifting, I guess. Oh, yeah. But the human leg has this tattoo around the ankle, and I love it, and I really want it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe I could get it, you know, because it's on the ankle. Like, how often am I, I going to show my ankle on camera? Yeah. I don't know. So that might be the next one I get, but I'm still debating on it. But, um, Yeah. Yeah, I love tattoos. Just wear some high socks. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Nike socks all the time. (laughs) Man, that's the only one you want? Or like I'm sure there's more. That's just the one that I've been thinking about recently that I feel like I really could commit to. Yeah. But um I I'm not gonna lie, I do get like big temporary tattoos and I'll play with them. I have this huge giant like Chinese dragon sticker on tattoo that's like at home. It's just kind of sitting there and I've been waiting for the perfect time to just kind of get it out and put it on just for whatever reason. I don't know. It's just sitting there. But like sometimes at work too, I'll put like stencils on me just to kind of be like, hmm, that would look cool. Oh man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. Oh, just end up getting that full sleeve. Mm-hmm. Mm. I will eventually. Yeah. I, I think um, right now my acting career is really taking off. And I've been told that, like, for females, when it comes to your acting career, like, the highest points are between the ages of, like, 24 to 35. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, like, the most, like, screen time or the most potential that a a female actress could get, could get, you know. You know, you could be, like, Meryl Streep and still be popping if you're older. But um, for the average actress, that's usually the high points of your career. So I really want to go hard until I turn maybe 35, see where I'm at. And if I feel like I can finally start going into the tattoo industry even more, then I might start committing to the artwork and getting that on me. But for right now, I want to keep it clean. Yeah. Keep my opportunities going and flowing. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. How long have I been going? Oh, God. We good? Three hours. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just not kidding. Not even. No. Oh, no, it's not that bad. Yeah. Dude, I felt, I mean, I feel like I've talked about everything I felt like I needed to talk about. Yeah. And there's other interviews where I'm like, I don't know if I can get my whole life in, <laughs> in like 30 minutes time of interview. That's what somebody else was saying. They're like, um, they're so used to interviews where it's just boom, 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 boom. And it's done in like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is nice. Like I get to actually talk and, you know, tell people like everything that I feel like they need to know. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I'm like, yeah, like. This is your platform. Like, yeah, yeah, let's man, get it out there. I appreciate it. But yeah, um, you know, like, thank you so much 
Natalie for coming on. Thank you, Russell. And man, I'm like, I was super stoked that, you know, we had the opportunity to meet and you come over and tell your story and just everything that, you know, you've been working on and Thanks, from the past, the future, you know, to everything that's going to be going on. So. I'm super excited for people to like know me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like know my story and everything. Oh, yeah. It's a great story. Thanks. Yeah. And I, I, and I really hope people get something out of it. You know, they will get something out of it. And I can't wait for us to do it again. Like, you know, oh, come, for sure. come back on. Again. Yeah, come back on. You're welcome back anytime. Welcome Thanks, back anytime. I'm going to hook you up with some stickers and some prints. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to, yeah, they'll be, they'll be up in here. Yeah, if you want some tattoos, you know, you know where to find me also. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just tattooed I a, for a sure. council member just recently. Oh, West, for real? West Snowfire. Are you familiar? He used to be a fighter. He's like super tall. West Snowfire. But um, I just recently tattooed a band on him and I'm thinking, man, that's so freaking cool. Tattooed a council member. Like, I don't know who else I'm going to be tattooing, but I'm just excited. I'm so excited to meet people. I'm very yeah. excited to meet you. I'm very, <laughs> just so happy and excited and humble to be here. Oh. <laughs> 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 I know. Like, I'm always excited to meet everybody and bring them over. And man, yeah. like, it's just all a, good things. It's just a great thing, like, to be doing, mm-hmm. you know, to connect with mm-hmm. everybody. And man, I just enjoy it and I appreciate it. So, do you want to shout out your social? Social oh, yeah. media? Please follow me on Instagram at nattat. So it's N A T T A T T 8, the number 8. Instagram. Follow me on there. And then on Facebook, too. Natalie Standing Cloud. Just look me up. I should pop up. Check out my IMDb because I'm special now and I, I'm out there. I'm somebody. <laughs> <laughs> also, watch uh, Reservation Dogs premiering August 9th. Maybe you'll see me. I don't know what episode I'm in. I'm in one of those episodes, though. Yeah. Um, I got my tattoo convention coming in August. I'll figure out those details later. Um, also, I'm at Ink Junkies Tattoo Shop in Tulsa. Please call, email the shop. Uh, and I'll hook you up, you know, well, I won't hook you up. T's going to hook you up. She's the front desk lady. But I mean, that's where I'm working. So if you want an appointment, call there, email there and she'll get you hooked up. Yes. Everybody keep mm-hmm. up with Natalie, mm-hmm. please. Like she's doing a lot of great things like with acting and her tattoos, like go hit her up for that. And um, there's lots of people. I'm only one person. <laughs> so if you try to slip in my DMs, I'm probably not going to see it. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just trying to be real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Call, email. The tattoo shop ink junkies please yes please yes please please be respectful of my and she, time and, and she will get back but to i you. will hook you up you yeah. know if you get my time and you know get me out i promise that i'll do you good oh yeah yeah and her work is great like it's all over her instagram mm-hmm. facebook mm-hmm. go check it out and it's so it's something to look at and if you're you know she does a lot of great indigenous work thank you on people yeah my and, specialty oh yeah yeah and uh yeah thank you for coming on um we're gonna have to do it again you by yourself again if you want and then shoot we bring Riker on i know he'll Man, yeah. yeah we yeah. if we get him in here we'll be in here for like six hours i'm down be a good time though i'm down be six episodes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> six parts <Yeah. sighs> with sponsors uh, no <laughs> i may sell out i don't know no hey. just kidding no this, this equipment doesn't pay for itself <laughs> I'm trying to get you up there too <laughs> No, well, man, great. this was fun. This was fun. I really enjoyed our conversation. Many yeah. man. Thank you. This is so fun. And uh, yeah, everybody go follow Natalie. Go keep up with her. Keep track of her. Check out her IMDb. Got anything on YouTube? Uh, shoot. Nothing on YouTube yet. But if you want to watch that independent film, the very first one I was in, I talked about when mm-hmm. I was six, I actually have that uploaded on YouTube. So oh, really? So you just type in Standing Cloud, 
That's the name of the movie. It should come up on YouTube. Cool. Yeah. And I'm also in a couple of those 1491s videos if you look for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm in yeah. some stuff. Yeah, go check that out, everybody, on YouTube. And um, if you're not following Okie Podcast, please do that on Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter. Um, please go rate, subscribe, review on all platforms. You shout just, out to the listeners. Yeah, shout out to the listeners, Y'all man. Great. I hope you're having I'm, a good day. I'm having, I'm getting some good feedback from this. I I appreciate everybody's uh, love for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's really surprising. It really is because I only thought like, ah, oh, just do this and whatever. But thank you everybody for listening, mm-hmm. man. I'm gonna keep doing this. I got a lot of people coming on, and I just hope everybody's getting stuff or getting what they need from this Mm -hmm. you know to go out and do what they want to do and you know thank you again natalie i appreciate it and so i guess until next time everybody peace see ya